to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are a 24-hour podcast and I'm Chris and this is my co-host and very good friend, Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast bonus episode, which took us all by surprise, to be honest, Chris, but we are covering Married at First Sight Australia, Season 10, Episode 5, which popped up on Sunday, Chris, not on Monday at all, so apparently... <laughs> You get five episodes a week, and I know we love maths, but fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) What are they doing to us, Dave? Oh, Oh. trying to kill us. Or we're trying to kill ourselves, and, um, you know, but I, I, honestly, all of the other things have been like four episodes, and so, yeah, it's a bit bit of a surprise, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit, yeah, and we're getting watching it, and then obviously we've jumped straight on the podcast as well, because we're like, right, we've got to talk about it, but yeah, you're right. I looked at the schedule on that nine now, and I was like, oh, you motherfuckers. At least, <laughs> yeah. you know, why couldn't it have been Sunday to Wednesday? Like, we, when it's on in the UK, when it's been on before, it's four nights, and that's it. Yeah. And I must admit, even me, watch, on Friday night, I'm sat there going, I- I've got a feeling there's another episode here. I just, I don't know why I was expecting you or someone on Discord to, to, or Facebook to go, are you not recording today, lads? You know what I'm thinking? <laughs> what? You know, but it wasn't. And it just, obviously, it was Sunday. So, yeah, here we are, David, uh, the final couple getting married. And then, uh, obviously, the next episode, we're in the dinner date, which, the dinner thing, which I absolutely love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so this is, it's been leading up to this. So we get, Dave, with the last four couples. So we've got Melinda and Leighton. Four people, two couples. Them as well, Dave. The last four <laughs> people, two couples, mates, two couples. So uh, we've got Melinda and Leighton, and then we've got Melissa and Josh. So, Dave, where do you want to start first? Oh, mixing it up a bit today. So, I mean, why don't we go in in kind of order, as, as we tend to? So, Melinda and Leighton. Now, the only thing I remembered about Melinda was they spent a bit of time on her when they did the whole Hindu, and Melissa cornered her and was was on about sleeping with the husband on the first date and stuff, on the first night, (laughs) sorry, Um, and she didn't seem to know what to do. And, uh, you know, we, we meet Leighton as well. He seems to be a bit bit of an entrepreneur, and honestly, I'm thinking, Chris, at this point, I'm about, I, I can see why the experts have put these two (laughs) together because they both seem like really driven entrepreneurial type people so you know the big question is are they going to actually make time for each other but you can see that they they'll get certain aspects of their lives you know they they'll know that sometimes your work day isn't going to fit into a nine to five, you know, and uh, they'll have a good empathy from that. But I have to say, Chris, not really liking Melinda <laughs> because <laughs> she's like, um, I mean, we, we, we exchanged before the show, didn't we? And said a bit like, uh, uh Carolina and Dion, Dion, D- Dion. That's the one, but I'm thinking she comes across. Remember that? Remember Becca? Was it Becca? Bex? Bex, Bex, yeah. The one who got caught out in the reunion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, from the first clapping of eyes on, onto the groom, she's not interested. No. And, you know, the stuff that she's saying, like, you know, I'm a 9.5 on a bad day. 
I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking narcissist. Honestly, who the fuck says that about themselves, apart from massive narcissists? And she's just constantly chipping away at him. Like, literally, you know, obviously she's got to say it, and then the editors have got to put it in. So it's, it, she might have said other stuff that's not in the edit, but... She's just relentlessly taking a pop at him. And then, honestly, Chris, I thought she looked like a right dick when she was going to say, when she was like, ooh, I don't like that. Someone who's born into money. Because he mentioned a money tree in his fucking speech. And he's talking, <laughs> it turns out he's talking about, as a kid, he actually did try and grow a money tree in the back garden. I, I, you know, maybe for a split second, she felt a little bit sheepish about what she said there, but I don't think that lasted very long. And so, yeah, absolutely no hope for this couple, but there's going to be some games and some sauciness in between with someone else. I don't know. Money's maybe on Harrison, but, uh, yeah. you know, something else is going to go on there. We're going to see some late night gym sessions or, or something, I think. Yeah, I agree because, you know, the experts argument when they're talking is, you know, they're both career driven, you know, and look, we know most people opposites attract only. That's it. That's, that's how, and that's how you function. If you've got two people, with the same ideology, the same focus, it's very difficult for that to work. You need someone to be, you know, yin and yang. You've got to, Dave. You know, you just cannot. But most couples don't work if you're exactly the same. You know, you're not going to back down. You, you, mm. Whatever you want to do, I get the right. I get what they're saying, but the fucking experts are absolutely fucking useless. <laughs> they're rubbish. <laughs> they're fucking terrible. We know why they do it. They get like five percent fucking success rate. They pick them because of the business side of things and they're always working, they're always busy. I understand that. But like you say, as soon as she sees him, she's like, well, one of the lines made me laugh. She's like, let's see the lucky lucky guy or something, she said, before we yeah. even met late. And I was like, oh, you're fucking horrible. And then it's like, as soon as she sees him, she's like, oh, he's punching. I'm like, yeah. And like yeah. you said, it's just, I'm a 9.5. I'm all, I'm just like, fuck off. You know, like, and then she said in a VT, like she was this big successful businesswoman, which she obviously is, but not on her own, Dave. She's got partners. She made it out initially that like she was fucking Alan Sugar or something and, you know, an entrepreneurial master. She may be great at what she does. And she's obviously, you know, she's driving a fucking Porsche and that. So I'm sure she's she's uh, hiring that day, which most of them do. But however way she's got there, she's successful. Fair play to her. He's a CEO. I get it. He did nothing wrong. And every time he was talking to people, like if you, if you were, Dave, if you were getting married to someone, forget it's a show. If you were getting married to someone and you'd never met the family, but you've been together mm. for months at the wedding, you're going to try and make an olive branch to speak to all the family. Anything he did that was kind. And everyone said, what a great guest. She's like, ah, oh, he's fucking creeping. I'm like, yeah. but that's what he's got to do. He's got to, he's got to integrate himself in your family for them to understand why he's here to trust him. Trust him on this process of a bloody TV show. It's just what you do. And it was like, like he cannot do anything right. And I love the bit where they had to do the kissing for the photography because he's there <laughs> all in, eyes shut, putting the tongue in, and she's got her eyes open, frozen like a fucking statue. I was pissing myself, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, as you was talking there, I was just thinking – Kind of reminds me of my, my marriage, this one. <laughs> so this couple, um, but not, not so much that last bit, but the the constant picking and looking at things negatively because it, it didn't seem to matter what the guy did. Like you say, she was just 
looking at everything negatively. So like you say, you're, oh, calling my mum by a first name. Oh, it's, it's probably a tactic that... How about he's just doing it to try and be fucking friendly and warm? That, uh, that's it. You know what I mean? Like everything he did, she was looking for an angle on it. Even when her friends were, were like, you know, talking about him positively, she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm picking up on fake. Listen, out of that couple, there's one who's <laughs> fake as fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean, Dave. <laughs> Lots of fake about that. So, yeah. Yeah, I just, honestly, uh, a good villain, a good maths villain. Because I don't know, I mean, we've from the grooms, I guess we've had Harrison, who comes across like an utter bellend. I can't recall if we had any other female villains for this season. Not yet. No, not yet, Dave. I think Harrison and her, Melinda, stand out the more. Like I say, yeah. I said in the last episode, these two have got to get together. There's going to be a cheating scandal. I would be amazed if these these two don't connect. Because yeah. she's saying it like she wants someone who's got power and is driven and everything. That's what Leighton's got. He's a CEO of a business. But it's not. She's superficial, Dave. And at the end of the day, so's Harrison. So they were a fucking match made in heaven at the end of the day. You know, it won't last. It'll be a passionate liaison, but I'm pretty certain that's going to pay off that. Yeah. I mean, a, another comparison, Chris, another cross-continent comparison, Whitney. Yes. And Duca. Matt. Oh, yeah. Duca, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, as soon as she clapped eyes on him, she wasn't interested. And then she's trying to come up with all these reasons about why she's not interested. Oh, he's this, he's that. Look, you just don't fancy him. That's okay. That's okay, you don't fancy him. But just be honest and say that. You know, because, it, again, it's like, I, I do have a smidge you know, of, of sympathy for the experts. Although I think, well, if you're really experts, you should see past the words that people are actually using and understand what they really mean. But, you know, when people are talking about their perfect partner, it's only the minority who say, you know, it's got to be fit as fuck, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see them and then rip their clothes off kind of thing. I, I just think that most of them are like, oh, well, I think even Melinda might have said it, you know, got to be driven, got to be passionate, you know, all her list, he probably ticks all of those fucking boxes, but because he, he doesn't have, you know, the big rugged square jaw, basically, if she'd have been with Duncan, hey, that yeah. might be one. He fats, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what, maybe more Duncan's her type than actual Harrison, you could be right there. Yeah, it didn't occur to me until it just spilled out my mouth there, so, yeah. But I, I think that's what she's looking for, that rugged, square jaw. And he he's not that. You know, he is a good-looking bloke, but she obviously, you know, isn't into him at all. And like I say, the, the thing I don't like about any of these couplings when they do it is because they don't fancy them, they chip away at them and get on at, at their personality and say, oh, it's because you're behaving like this and that, and, you know, oh, you're being fake and whatever. And it annoys me because that sort of stuff chips away at his soul. And so, um, yeah, but definitely I think we've found our series, at least a female villain, Chris. <laughs> we need one. I think Bex is a great spot there Dave because she was the same wasn't she she was wicked yeah. and then obviously she was hiding the fact that she was still with someone as we all found out towards the end it was a great reveal that one that was a great oh. baddie reveal it's a proper Scooby-Doo moment that I love that 
it was so good. It was so, so good. And um, I, I'm sure she went on. I think she might have had a baby, you know, in the last year or so. But um, I'm sure she still denied it. I'm pretty sure she said, oh, no, no, there's nothing in it or whatever. And yeah, yeah, all right, Pinocchio. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, Dave, I've got to say, so we've we've met Leighton and Melinda, and like you say, it's ridiculous, but we get, and we'd seen... Melissa had spoken to Melinda when they all got together at the Stag and Hendus, didn't she? She was saying yeah. how sexually she active it was, and Melinda was like, holy shit, what's going on here? <laughs> and that carried on. So they're the next couple. So it's Melissa and Josh. Again, Dave, the fucking experts. They picked someone who is absolutely in in uh, control of a sexual need. She's very open. Very Reminds me of Gemma from the last UK series with Matt. Really direct in what she wants. She kept saying it, and... She said she wanted four, and, and and as it was going on, she was hoping that four's got a fucking King Dong, Dave, you know what I mean? Like, fucking, if he's anything less than fucking 10 inches, she was trading him in. It was ridiculous, and she kept just saying it and saying it. And and then, then you get fucking Josh, who's a Disney fan, who says, I've, I've never grown up from being 12, and he's got fucking Toy Story pyjamas on. And I'm just like, <laughs> well, you've done well there again, John, haven't you? You've been melon there. <laughs> Fucking hell. Ridiculous. You know, I wish I hadn't have been spoiled with that, with the previews, because that is a brilliant, you know, setup. Because she's like, oh, I think he's saying, you know, who's your favourite character? And she's like, Woody. And he's he's like, I don't get it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, Chris, you know, again, I thought he was going to go terribly. But, uh, you know, because she's saying about how she loves Thor, you know, she's a freak in the sheets and all this sort of stuff. And you're looking at him and I think one of her friends, while they're waiting at the wedding and stuff, said, oh, he looks like he works in finance or something. (laughs) (laughs) Not exactly the, the template that I think that Melissa was describing there. But the fact, the fact is that, you know, when she turned up, I was kind of believing it. She seemed genuinely happy, you know, and I loved that when she turned around to like her friends and she was like, it's Josh. You know, it, you can see she's got this very bubbly personality, very outgoing. So I was like, oh, this isn't what I was expecting. I was expecting her to have a bit of a, a Whitney style sour face on her. It's like, look, I asked you for fucking Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> you know? yeah. So I thought she'd be massively disappointed. And I say, you know, she, you'd have to give 10 out of 10 for enthusiasm because even in the side conversations, you'd think Chris Hemsworth did turn up. Yeah. You'd think it was him. That Chris was my first inkling that I'm like, hang about, what is going on here? That's not right. This is, this is nothing like. I mean, she says he's got a massive cock. She didn't say those words, <laughs> <laughs> but she implied it. Something yeah. about Thor's big hammer or something. But I, so uh, obviously we we didn't see that, so we don't know. So we can, we'll take that as the truth. But everything else, it just didn't really add up. And then after that first night, you know, he was obviously ready for a night of passion, Chris, wasn't he, in his fucking yeah. Toy Story yeah. pyjamas? <laughs> <laughs> and she's going on about, oh, how great it was in the morning and stuff. And then the the show narrator or whatever is saying, like, oh, it's not, 
it's not clear at this time whether they did have sex. I thought, again, that's, that's a bit weird. What's going on here, Chris? <laughs> and then the third thing was when they're having this side conversation, it, it looks like they're not, sh- they don't know that they're being filmed. And she's having a go at him because he said that they haven't had sex. He said to the producers that they haven't had sex. And she's saying, look, this, this is a relationship program. We've got to basically, you know, sell it kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, you're a massive game player. I hadn't pegged her for one. But, I mean, that, uh, that, that's three different data points there that all point to the fact that she is, you know, here for, for the fame, here for the game. And I, I always say, you know, with maths, you, you have you absolutely you have some of the, the influencer wannabes, you know, the reality TV minor celebrity wannabes, but you do have people genuinely in there. Initially, I thought she was in there for, for the right reasons, Chris. But after seeing this episode, I'm no longer convinced now because I, I thought that was just a weird conversation. Now, the door is slightly left open because he he gave a whole explanation that you know uh i I just wanted to keep things private and stuff and and so yeah that's why that's why i said we didn't sleep together but then i don't think the producers would have showed us that first bit if that was true you know what i mean i think they think she's basically bullied him into saying they've slept together what what do you think well, you know what? It's funny because obviously me and you are going backwards and forwards. Now, she is just fucking crazy for it, Dave. Like I say, Thor's fucking hammer was obviously grew and grew inside them fucking Toy Story <laughs> for pyjamas, the way she was going on. But I, I, I'll be honest with you, and I, and I know we never said this as we were messaging. I'm not just saying this. I genuinely thought, I think she's bullshitting it. Mm. I, I, did, I, did, I didn't know what the extent of what she was bullshitting, whether they'd had a bit of a fumble Love Island style or they'd fully gone for it. But I, or it was, and then I was thinking, is this a complete lie? Because he was so mm. convincing. that no, And then me and Sam were watching and Sam was like, she says to me, she went, well, he's obviously trying to be a gentleman, isn't he? He's not trying to, you know, reveal what's going on between them because it's a private intimate moment. People, some people don't want to be talking about that sort of thing. And I get that. Most people don't. But then I did say, I said, fucking hell, so she's attracted to him and, and Sam's one liner was fucking attracted to him. She's attracted to the fucking lamppost, the fucking post box. She's attracted to anything <laughs> that moves. Now that wasn't me saying it, Dave. So I'm okay with that one. But but I, I do. Th- I, 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 there was something off with that. I, I'm with you, and I I didn't think she was in there for the fame. However, as it went on, and then you you said it to me, I was like, you know what? I think you're right. And by the end of the episode, I was like, I think Dave's right on this. I think the whole thing was. I think something's happened. He admitted something was happened, but she, the way she framed it and the way they caught her on camera, and I mean, it looked like it was a spy cam, but the fucking audio was fantastic, Dave. So I'm sort of still <laughs> yeah. questioning that because she must have had a mic on and everything, yeah, the way yeah. she framed it. But what was annoying me more about, not necessarily Melissa, was a fucking mate, this Olivia. Funny enough, she's called Olivia, Dave. The one who was just <laughs> absolutely sceptical about him. Oh, he's, he's fucking boring, she said about uh, Josh. She laid into him. She was dead fucking jealous, I thought. Like, really? A bit like that Jess that did it to Bronte, you know, the, the fake or whatever it, whether yeah, it was fake yeah. thing with Harrison. She was another one, this Olivia. It was like a mate. I was like, you don't need mates. And then 
Melissa spoke to her twin sister and she's like, he's a good guy. Everyone yeah. seems to think he'd go for it. And once you got that validation, he seemed to think it. But yeah, a mate was a right fucking cow with a really yeah. bad... Well, not, not to Melissa, but to everyone else. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like you say, the, the words that she was using about describing Thor, basically, and I'm sure, you know, she's had conversations similar to that with her friends over the years. You can sort of see why she gets to that conclusion, though. But I thought the, the talk with her sister was so much better. You know, proper, you know, that's being supportive. And he does come across like a really nice guy. You know, I, I just don't know if he's going to be used to being led around on all fours in a gimp suit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think he thinks she might give him false hammer day. That's the problem. Yeah. I think he's gonna <laughs> That's why he doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> Them fucking pyjamas are fucked. Now she's got to buy some new ones. <laughs> it's International Women's Week. <laughs> but, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> ah, it's not been our day. You know? <laughs> no, that's Love Island Lana, isn't it? That's Love Island. Yeah, Lana. No, but I'll tell you what, maybe was strange. was a friend who was slating her, Olivia, like, oh, yeah. She went, well, he's not a usual type, and she loves these upfront brash fucking. Um, and I said to Sam, I went, and that's why she's been fucking single for ten yeah. years because she's picking the wrong guys. As much as we've got, I've called the experts out, I mean, I'm I'm going on thin ice here because I'm not going to be contradicting <laughs> myself. But maybe they've got a point. They've picked someone who is the opposite of what she expects. Someone that doesn't just use her for. Obviously, she, she's got a massive physical thing. Hers is about the physicality, the the, the sex, the passion, everything. Mm. And maybe once she's got with someone and that dries out, it, it's done. And that's the end of the relationship. She, she talks about that, about bringing two guys back. And, and I must admit, you know, when she's talking about a son, and she yeah, said, yeah. and my son said, I, I should get, and I honestly thought she was going to say a fucking rampant rabbit and stop looking. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. the way she said it. I was like, oh, he's going to say something really inappropriate. And then she just went, a boyfriend. And I was like, yeah. oh, Chris, get your mind out the gutter there, my friend. <laughs> it's that new uh, range of, of merchandise. Your mind's been on that. <laughs> you know what I thought was funny, Chris? When she was doing the hair of the, the old lady... <laughs> <laughs> She's going on about, yeah, I just met him the once, and then he sends me a dick pic. Yeah, no. <laughs> Fucking woman's there. She's got a hearing aid out, and she's like, what? What did you say? You've got a dipstick? Yeah. What was that? <laughs> she didn't have a clue what was going on, did she? <laughs> no, no. But um, again, just to be a little bit of a cynical old bastard, I, I just think, well... Maybe that was just a bit of playing up to the camera as well. You know, it's, do you really have to discuss that when you're doing someone's hair or something? You know, it just seemed a bit odd. And like you say, the, the old woman didn't didn't seem to be the right audience for me, Chris. That's the conversation you have with your friends, isn't it? You know? My 
imagine saying that some old fucking b- biddies getting a fucking blue rinse. You know what I mean? I got, I got a dick pick, man. It's like, oh, lucky you. I've not seen one of them for years. Ooh, you know, it's just is like, his name Richard? Yeah, yeah. I've seen many of them over here. No, but it's just like, what? Have, I'm with you. It was so random. And she's like laughing, isn't she? And I'm thinking, she ain't got a clue what's going on, this poor woman. She's just fucking coming to get her hair cut. She's in the middle of a TV show. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Absolutely. <laughs> so so today we now we get to at the end and we literally get what's coming up. So we know we're getting the dinner date and there's obviously a little bit of fireworks already. I can't wait till we get together and what's what's gonna be shown. Because even from them getting married, sometimes there's a gap. So sometimes they come in, don't they? Separate or or someone could have potentially have left the show. It's not all done within a couple of days. So so there could potentially be couples that have already split up. Mm, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think, well, you got Jesse, haven't you? Oh, God, did you see the preview? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was it he said? Oh, he had a great line. Oh, oh. Yeah, he did have a good line. I can't believe really remember. <laughs> there was a line. It was utterly horrible what he said. Oh, that was it. He'd sooner have a, a date, or, or something like, he'd sooner have a date with a bath and a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking dick, mate. But I, I just kind of love it. <laughs> He's such a bellend, isn't he? He, he is, is an absolute bellend. Fucking... Oh, mate, fucking brilliant. So have you got anything else, Dave, before we're off? No, that's it for our surprise Sunday. <laughs> Sunday night special. <laughs> <laughs> We've just got about time to probably get this one out before love island starts we will we will yeah we will um, so massive thank you everyone guys for this one again we thought we were getting a day off and i said it on discord it lasted Guess four again. hours yeah four <laughs> hours of a break so honestly you know we love the stuff but as soon as we saw there was an episode we were like oh god's sake for the love of god that's 11 shows we've done this week we've had to watch so brilliant Death stuff reality tv <laughs> this is my fault dragging you into this it fucking is, world it it's all my fault i know it is <laughs> so if you want to email us cdrealitycast at gmail.com if you want to follow us on social media at cdrealitycast please go over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast if you want to support us a little bit more and a massive thank you to our new patron as well dave we've We've got Emma's just joined up as well, so thank you, Emma, and uh, we'll lead into the roll call of honour. So we have Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kenka Starson. So thank you so much for your support, and it's so humbling. So thank you. It's brilliant. Oh, and also, Dave, you have some news on Facebook, my friend. I did, Chris. So I just approved a member earlier. Should have really remembered the name, but sorry about that. And I just thought, ah, oh, I wonder what number we're at, Chris. And it was bang on 450. So we <laughs> made 450 on Sunday. So absolutely brilliant. It, it only seemed like last week where we hit 400. So let's absolutely try and get to that 500 mark before we end this reality TV hell that we're in of two shows a day. Um, but no, that's fantastic. Thanks for reminding me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will see you tomorrow, my friend, because it is coming in thick and fast. Thick and fast, these episodes. I'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Thank you for everyone Good who's that. listened. Thank you so much for everyone who supports us. 
and we'll speak to you next time. Bye. 